So, I'm a terrible dancer. I know it, the people around me know it, and I think the worst thing I could possibly do for both our sakes is go on thinking that I know what I'm doing when I just don't. Why do I bring that up? Well, we tend to see a very similar problem when it comes to pricing real estate. A lot of homeowners just simply don't know what all factors go into figuring out your home's value and what people in the current market are even willing to pay for a home like yours. So we're going to dive into that as well as answer the question, how should you think about buying your first house? And to top it all off, what happens when a raccoon messes up a home's first showing? It's not pretty, but it is interesting. So let's go ahead and get into it today on Under the Roof. Hey everybody! I'm Hi everybody! Welcome to Under the Roof. I just figured I'd do something. You weird. love the cow picture. I always want to incorporate the cow somehow because we bought it, and I liked the cow, but you you didn't. So but now somehow it still finds now its I'm way. Just, yeah, I'm trying to sneak it in somehow. Yeah, like it might just disappear out of this. No, room. I like the cow. <laughs> I think they like the cow too. You guys should tell me. Do you like the cow? Eat more chicken. Do you want it to go somewhere? Yeah, it's like Chick Fil A. Maybe that's why I like it so much, but. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are glad to be back. Uh, had a really good good episode last week. I really enjoyed that. Good. It's really funny because every time we do, every time we do an episode, I end up naming it something like you always make some sort of analogy, mm-hmm. and I'm like, bingo, that's what I'm going to name it. So you start talking about baking cakes, and I'm like, ding. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. The perfect last recipe. Week. Yeah, that was good though. You you uh, summarized it well. You did that. Yeah, the headlines are. Probably the, my favorite part. We like, gotta make it. You gotta every every time. I'm trying to up it. I'm trying to do something well, we'll more see. weird or fun. We'll see what or, you got this week. We well, that's up to you. You gotta come up with some <laughs> well, fun. Well, uh, no, it's actually up to you. That's true. That's yeah. true. Alrighty, so let's get into today's episode. Got a lot of stuff we want to talk about, but first, before we begin, mm-hmm. this past week on our uh, Twitter, I like to have fun with people right. on uh, under the roof. You can follow mm-hmm. us there on Twitter under the roof and we uh took a fun picture last week that i just thought was really funny uh you're like laughing and i'm looking right. very serious and okay. i'm holding this big blank sign and so it's like <laughs> it's just perfect it's perfect material so we put it out there to see uh if people could come up with a way to meme it and uh actually another podcast jumped on and had a meme uh, the blood orange project shout out to you thanks for entering this and I thought it was pretty funny. So okay. the users see the picture on screen. Yeah, uh, you uh, can see it right here. Right, there's our picture. And so, uh, what they said was, uh, Ryland tells the boss about his great idea for the video. The boss laughs out loud at Ryland's idea. Ryland regrets he ever brought it up. <laughs> it's pretty good. That's pretty impressive. Is that accurate? No. Well, you know, not so far. I you're, don't think you're, so. You're pretty open, but yeah, I am. Funny idea still. So thank you, Bonus Project. Well, I, I I love trying to. Take little snapshots, especially I love taking snapshots of you uh, that are unintentional (laughs) and then turning them. That picture is like the exact opposite of that one from like one of the earlier episodes. Yes, the mean. Yeah. I'm trying to retroactively erase that from people's memory. (laughs) I'm glad. I like. No mean, Brendan. I don't know how you caught that face, true. Yeah. That was like 
I'm really laughing at yes, something. Yes, it's genuine. Yeah. I like the genuine shots. That's good. Well, let's go ahead and get into today's topics. Uh, starting off, we are going to be covering a little bit of news, real estate news. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. That's my... Your graphic yeah. comes in right here. Yeah. There's not going to be a graphic. <laughs> this podcast. Keep it low grade. Um, keep it keep it casual. Um, but um, there's a, another company here in Grapevine, Texas uh, called Everquote. And uh, an article about them came up on Realtor.com mm-hmm. basically saying these guys are blowing up the car insurance business. Okay. And so I started doing a little bit of reading, and it's really funny how uh, they've kind of taken a strategy very similar to how we're going about uh, doing home comparisons, or comps as we call them, mm-hmm. uh, helping people see what other houses are selling for. And so uh, I'm reading about this company, and uh, this uh, company Everquote has basically taken the whole idea of comparing car insurance quotes, and instead of traveling around to do it or going to different places, this one website mm-hmm. has everything you need. And on the in the article, uh, which we'll share in the in the comments below, we'll share the link to it. They basically talk about how important it is to get comparisons mm-hmm. on your insurance quotes. Don't just pick one. You need to go ahead and do some comparisons. And in the midst of the article, they talk about how a lot of people don't know what they're paying for, and they end up overpaying. Uh, the one quote I pulled from it was, you have to compare quotes. Don't even consider buying car insurance without comparing first. After all the results that we came across in our research, we just couldn't believe how many drivers have been overpaying. And with free services like Everquote out there now, uh, comparing quotes has never been easier. uh, And uh, you don't accidentally end up costing yourself money. It's a breeze. Mm -hmm. And so I was reading over that and I thought, that's very similar to how we're going about doing, getting people comparisons on pricing because typically and I'll let you jump in here in a second part of what realtors traditional realtors that are charging commission part of what they're including in their services is well I'm going to price your house for you mm-hmm. you need somebody like me mm-hmm. to come in and sit down and the expert yeah I need you need the expert to come in and and appraise the house and that's part of what you're paying for when the truth is kind of like with Everquote when it comes to car insurance all of that information is actually able to be condensed and made available on the internet. And you can just go to one place to get what you need. Mm -hmm. And so if you go to estatehomes.com, the very first thing you see is enter your address and you can find out what other homes around you are selling for right here Mm -hmm. without a realtor coming and stepping in and doing it for you. I know. So yeah, kind of talk about why we've included that and 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 what maybe people don't understand about mm-hmm. home comparables and why that's important and why that necessarily shouldn't be something that's part of a uh, realtor's very high price tag. Oh yeah, man, it's like three questions. Yeah, in there. Boom, boom, boom. Get all three. Um, let me start with like why you have what are comps? Why we have them and yeah. like how they're useful. Right. Uh, and then I'll jump to the second point, and that is like. Why is that what traditional agents are providing? Right. And why are we providing that? For free. Exactly. Yeah. Um, All right. So comps, Mm -hmm. comparables. Right. uh, The longer form, your neighborhood comparables. These are the homes around you, Mm -hmm. what they have sold 
for. Right. Uh, not necessarily the price point that they sold, $329,000. That's not necessarily your comp. Your comp is the price per square foot. Okay. Okay. That is that $329,000 divided by square footage of the home. Right. And you get a price per square foot. That price per square foot is, is your comp. Okay. Right. And so what you're trying to identify is what are the price per square foots for the re- most recently sold homes around you in your area. Now, yeah. the closer to your home, the better. Right. right. So if like your neighbor right next door mm-hmm. sold their home for like $20,000 more than you thought, that price per square foot is what you relate your home to because yeah. their home could be bigger. It, uh-huh. could, it could be smaller. Right. right. But that price per square foot is the comp. So mm. that comp is $110. You're like, fantastic. Right now, I'm going to look at the home across the street uh-huh. that sold for $107. This one down the $112. Right. What is that? What does that house have? How did they get 112? Do they have a pool? Oh, they have an extra bedroom. Oh, they got a third car garage. Uh-huh. Oh, they got an upstairs bed master. Right. Right. All of these different things are a plus or minus based off of that. And that's how you mm-hmm. you come to a uh, a conclusion around what your home is worth. Right. Um, so that's what a comp is. That's right. what gives you the ability to price it. And you say my square footage times. We want to price at $114 a square foot, right? Right. Because we think our home has got a couple extra features. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do the multiplication and you got got your your list price roughly. Yeah. Now you can play with that and throw in the 995s and stuff like that to Uh key off of human psychology. But for the most part, that's where you develop a price point. Right. Um, That being packaged for you has traditionally come from a realtor. Uh-huh. A real estate agent is the one who has access to the price points of those homes. Right. Now, I, I know the list price of those homes, right? Because I can get on realtor.com or whatever. Sure. But the price that they sold at right. is really what you're after. Mm-hmm. You might have listed your home for 400 grand. You might have sold for $330,000. Exactly. That's a big difference. Right. Um, that price per square foot is what you're after. So historically, mm-hmm. traditional agents have access to go run comparables around a specific property. Right. They print off this paper or they email it through this really archaic MLS system yeah. to a client. Sure. Client doesn't really understand what they're looking mm-hmm. at. Da, 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 da. But they're trusting that this agent, you know, yeah, they provide figured, this information. They figured all this out. They've got all mm-hmm. this, you know, and and only they mm-hmm. can can do all this for me. Right. Realtors that have licenses. Right. That's the only one who can access this type of data. Mm-hmm. Um Realtors traditionally, right? Historically, they have always been independent contractors, right? Right. So the need for them to develop some type of system that gives out this information is is kind of a, a distant thought, right? Like, right. why would I go do that? I can just print this stuff off and try to talk my way into a guy's home, right? Or girl. Um, we came from the angle of we're not independent contractors. We all work here, right? Mm-hmm. It's a big company, so the company. Yeah. that has access. We are a brokerage. We all have licenses. We have access to that data that that traditional agent has. Yeah. And so we built out the system to provide what every individual traditional agent is providing to these homeowners right. to get their foot in the door. We provide that opened up for free in a way that uh, is like the most efficient, most beautiful way of presenting this data. Right. Right. And it says, um, 
I mean, you can go to our website right now and run your comps, right? right. But uh, you basically put in your address and we're gonna say, here's all the homes right around you, starting with the closest one within proximity right. and pushed out. We're gonna give you a dozen results right. and uh, we're gonna show you the ranges. Mm-hmm. The average price per square foot, the average square yeah. footage. Every um, little detail. Yeah. And so you can cleanly just say, oh, I get it. Tom across the street, this is what his home sold for. I mm-hmm. didn't know that. Okay, that's fantastic. Right. You don't need an agent to come in your house and intrude to have that data now. Well, and that's what I was going to uh, use the words a minute ago, you know, opened up like we've taken this and we've opened it up. I think the misperception there, like I said a minute ago, is that. For a while, this was like private. Like, if you want this Siloed. information, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pay the money. When the truth is, <laughs> you know, as licensed agents who have the access, mm-hmm. if we so choose, we can just give it to you for free. Now, and I want to hear a little bit from from your perspective as the head honcho here. Why why is it beneficial? Obviously, it's beneficial to the client to mm-hmm. get something for free. But why is it that we've chosen that that is something that we that you should just get up front? Yeah. That you don't have to like pay us first, like, and now we'll give you this information. Yeah. Well, traditional agents generally are not charging for it. This is like a thing that they have that's like, hey, I can come out here. I'm an expert, uh-huh. even though I'm not really showing you how many transactions I've done, right. and I can value this home. And uh-huh. it's like, and in doing that, I'm going to provide you this market analysis that's going to validate me sure um so there, it's, there it's almost like a, a, a it's almost like a a resume like like let me do this for you first and if you yeah you know, i mean it's part of then, the process you know uh-huh. it's like i need you to confirm my pricing with me right you know, i think i'm gonna i can get three hundred ninety nine thousand. what do you think do you think that oh yeah, well, yeah. sure right right here's some paper that kind of shows me that i can get that right um it's not very sophisticated uh-huh um it's not transparent uh-huh it's not real time and I was going to say, so that it's, you know, and and it's helpful for you to clear that up for me that, mm-hmm. that they don't charge for that either. It's not a matter of, oh, they're charging this information, but the difference is that it's not readily available. No. You still have to get some, some person to come and instead of like, look, yeah. if I am a real estate agent and I have access to this information on my computer, why would I not just immediately make that available to you? Like, isn't that better for you as the customer yeah, well, to have that information ready? And you can go back and look at it like as much as you want. You could mm-hmm. recheck it every day, and it's updated. Yeah, yeah. This is what I'm trying to say. It's it, it's awesome, right? Mm-hmm. And people think, oh, I need to know what my home is worth, right? And there's like, oh, I can go to home valuation websites, right? And they're like, hey, your home is worth two hundred between three hundred and thirty thousand and three hundred ninety thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not cool, right? That didn't tell me anything because that it, that doesn't <laughs> exactly. just because your home's Dude, price for what? a certain amount, yeah doesn't mean that's what people right now are paying no, for homes. That's exactly right. What is cool is uh-huh. unknowing the exact amount of money that every home around you sold right. so that you can value your home accordingly. Yeah, uh, We have access to that. Um, our business is built to not be a single one-man show. Uh-huh. So we have in-house uh, developers and programmers and graphic designers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, and all of that allows us to build out software yeah. that uh, allows clients, customers, right. potential sellers um, to access that software, to run their comps, to, to, to find value. Um, in what we're providing them to find uh, to find value in our service mm-hmm. um, before we've even worked for them, it's right. a it's a it's an olive branch to say we know what we're doing. Uh-huh. Um, 
so much so we can build out software to give it to you in real time. Right. Um, if that doesn't show you that we know how to sell a home, mm-hmm. then I don't know what does. Uh, we're all experienced agents on the back of in, end of this technology. Right. There's experienced agents. Yeah. Right. Um, and so it is. Uh, uh, the comps is a very important piece, and those yeah. comps uh, change even throughout the listing of a home. Yeah. Right. Um, we can list a home for. I'm using this number, $399,000. Right. Um, but uh, after we list it, if a home closes, uh, sells you know, right down the street for significantly less, that's going to uh-huh. change that comp. Uh, right? That day. Yeah. Uh, and that client needs to know that mm-hmm. that day. Right. What, are they going to sit blindly thinking they're, they're priced right for weeks? Right. Waiting for what that traditional agent to print off some new paper right. to bring to them? Right. Um, this is very outdated mm-hmm. and it's outdated because the model that's being used traditionally is outdated. Mm. And so everything you're going to get from that is outdated. Yeah. Um, and we look like aliens whenever we're like providing software that can print, you know, give you in real time on your phone, what Tim next door sold his house for. Yeah. Um, and we believe that helps you understand who we are, mm-hmm. what we do. We're not sitting here trying to nickel and dime. We want to provide transparency, provide value, mm-hmm. show you what the what the what the situation is. Yeah, you know, it's not for us to say we can get you five hundred grand, knowing that we can't. Let's look at the data. Yeah, right. We know the process uh, and how to do the dance. Yeah, right. We know how to lead the dance. Yeah, um, but pricing needs to be correct. Yes, for us to even have a dance partner. Yeah, <laughs> right. Set that up. For I you. know. I was gonna say. Oh, there I go. We're doing. You got me with the dancing. No, where are they? Da- the dance. Doing <laughs> I'm the dance. Stop on that. Doing one. the dance of real estate. I like it. Oh, I like it. But that's what it is. Is um, is the home will sell if it's priced correctly. Right. Okay. You need the person who knows all the ins and outs. Who knows how to dance. Yeah. Who knows all the dances. Mm-hmm. Um, and knows how to lead that process perfectly. Yeah. And execute it perfectly. And Very good. um. And that's what we've done. And to do it on a much bigger scale, we have to develop software to provide more value to more people yep. and, uh, and, and uh, do more dances. Do more dances. <laughs> I'm going like, to do like a thumbnail, like dancing or something like that. I knew it was um, that's good. All right. So as always, when we have the opportunity, I love to use the show to be able to answer user questions. We put those out every week on Instagram and our stories. We put it out on our Twitter, under the roof. Uh, anywhere really that people are, we want to be. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this morning, this is actually from this morning in our Instagram live story, <laughs> um, had a guy write in, a, a, a fellow that, that has really started to take an interest in what we're doing, and, and I'm glad for it. His name is uh, James Nefferman. Okay. And uh, he's questioned for us. Do you know where James resides? James Nefferman, I know. we got to do the Instagram. James Nefferson from Boise, Idaho. Or- I'm just curious to know. Yeah, I think he is from, what is, wow, I'm going to sound like such an idiot right now. What is the state that O-N stands for? O-H, maybe? No, it's not O-H. Now I'm going to look at it one second. James Nefferman, my good friend, James. O-N, yeah. No, I'm not crazy. Yeah. O-N. Maybe he's from Ontario? Is that what that stands for? This is really sad. It's, it's, I don't think it's Ontario. I'm a media guy. Yeah. I obviously need to brush up on my geography. 
<laughs> uh, James, I'll let you tell me in the comments what ON is, unless you want to Siri it real quick. Siri, what is the abbreviation for ON? Is I know. It I don't. State? What does it say? I think it's like Ontario. Probably. I think that's what I'm saying. I think it's Ontario. Um, is, on, is it Ontario or Ontario? I think it's Ontario. I'm pretty sure it's Ontario. This is <laughs> people watching this now are like, you guys are so stupid. You I would know. ask them if they know. No, or tell us in the comments. Did you know Owen is Ontario? Either way, James it from is. Ontario. Thank you so much for writing in. Really do appreciate it. And we would love to tackle your question. So let's dive into it. I think it's a it's a good one and it's you yeah. know it's very timely. Ontario. So James from Ontario says um, that his question for us is after mm-hmm. seeing how the housing market has changed so much over the past few years, what advice would you give to the next generation of house buyers? Mainly housing around uh, students who will be graduating from uh, you know post secondary and working full time mm-hmm. careers within the next couple of years. So basically, people probably around my age mm-hmm. or younger who are thinking about, huh? When I buy a house, what do I want to what mm-hmm. do I want to keep in mind? So, uh, Brendan, yeah, James from Ontario, which is how I'm going to refer to him the rest of the episode. What do you think about his question? Uh, good question. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm sure I could provide some insight around that. Maybe I some. think uh, from like the type of there's a number of things to unpack there. Because you're a homeowner, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I am. When but, did you uh, buy, when did you buy your home? Yeah, a lot later in life. Not until I was in my 30s. Uh huh. Um, and so if you're looking at trying to buy a house on on the front end of your 20s, you're ahead of the game. I was going to say it seems like and it, I could be wrong with this, but it seems like more and more the trend is that people are not as quickly moving to buy houses mm-hmm. and i i don't know why that is but well i mean there's probably a lot of factors that play in one uh that is like a strikingly large uh-huh. obstacle is uh like a down payment money yeah right like usually um there's multiple ways to get loans for homes a conventional loan is going to require whether you're 22 or 32 or 42 to come up with 20 percent yeah. Want to go buy a $200,000 home? You need 40 grand. Right? So It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of, you know, pizza deliveries in college. Uh yeah. Right? Um So, yeah, conventional is probably out of the question. Uh um there are multiple other ways to get financing on early homeowner style, yeah. you know, loans, uh FHA loans. Um, that'll kind of uh, give you a parameter, like you can't buy a home over this amount. But if you okay. if you do qualify, you have a steady job, make, you know, da da da. Um, you can put down three point five percent. Okay. Right. So um, that's a lot more sustainable. A two hundred thousand dollar home costs you seven grand mm-hmm. down, um, and then you would have a mortgage for the rest. Yeah. That would equivalent to some, you know, round number. Yeah. Something uh, you know, uh, similar to what you would rent. Um, but uh, his name was James. Yes. If I was James, I'm coming out of college. Um, and I'm not work. sure he is per se, yeah, but I think he wants to yeah, know. Type of people, man. Um, yeah. First of all, uh, go look at, number one, get a job. Yeah. Because you're not getting buying a home without a job. Yeah. Um, you need to uh, start saving a little bit. That would yeah. be number two. Um, identify what kind of home you're looking to and, and, and what kind of, like, what is your horizon? Yeah. here. Um, is this something you want to live in uh, with a significant other for a few years? Is this uh-huh. something you want to live in and rent out rooms to bachelors? Uh-huh. Um, is this something that you want to live in personally for three or four or five years and then 
buy something else yeah. and rent this? Is this an investment right. property that you're going to live in? Yeah. Um, so if I was things, James at 23 years old, I'd be looking at trying to find a uh, a two bedroom, a three bedroom, um, kind of on uh, the fringe part of town. Um, uh, if it, if he's near a college or school, I would be looking around there, and I'd be bird dogging this stuff. I would just be on those areas. Yeah. Um, I'd find something that. Uh, you know, is average price per square foot, not a foreclosure, anything like that. Um, he can do this without a buyer's agent. Right. Right. You don't necessarily need to go, you know, contract a buyer's agent to go help you. Right. Um, you know, and then uh, identify a property. Yeah. Right. And then, and, you know, get the correct financing. If an HAO, if FHA is, is what yeah. they're wanting, then uh, sit in it, sell it, make some money in a few years or sit in yeah. it and rent it. And let this thing accumulate till the time you're my age. Yeah, you know the thing will be paid off and just cash flowing for you every month. Yeah, um, that's good. So I'm saying that there's, I mean, if you're thinking about this in your early 20s, you're ahead of the game. Yeah. So make some money, save some money, and then think about mm-hmm. what does this home mean to you? Are you just trying to find a place to live? Then, mm-hmm. or is this an investment? Is this place going to be for long or not? Just have those long-term goals in mind. Mm-hmm. I think if, that's is good. Is he a guy that can? Uh, you know, put a little elbow grease into things. Yeah, I mean, make see it a better. person that spruces things up. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just a lot of scenarios. Yeah, right. A lot of different variables that would uh, that would help a buyer. Yeah, but, that's good. Um, I mean, if I was him, I'd go get my my real estate license uh-huh. in about three weeks online. I'd uh-huh. go take a test. It cost me like five hundred bucks. Uh-huh. I'd become a real estate agent, uh-huh. not to as a profession, right? But just to go buy that house, right? Use my own license to do it. Collect a three uh-huh. percent buyer's agent commission from the seller of that home. Uh-huh. Um, so in this hypothetical scenario, maybe this is what James is looking for. Uh-huh. James, go get your real estate license. It's going to take you a month in, at night. Mm-hmm. It's the easiest thing to do in the world. Um, then go find a house that's offering a three percent commission. Right. Um, say it's a two hundred thousand dollar home. Put the seven grand to buy that home. Get six grand back from your commission. You're in the home for a thousand bucks. Man, that commission thing just makes everything so interesting. As we are seeing on the seller side and on the buyer side too. So I'm trying to say is that uh, there are you know a hundred different little exposure points in these contracts. Yeah. The way that these things can twist and turn, the buyer's agents holes that they play, um, the contingencies is something else. Whole other whole other uh, episode we should do on just like contractual contingencies. And these are things that like one side or the other have like loopholes and they can they right. can hurt the transaction and uh and there's just so many different things so mm. i think the more people understand about real estate whether you get your license or not yeah just the the better off you're going to be whether you actually ever provide a transaction or not just going through life you're going to be able to see where there's uh where there's too much meat on the bone right you know what i mean aka realtor commissions yeah yeah All right. Well, uh, James, we hope that helps you or 23-year-old version of you or somebody that you know that you're asking on behalf of, whatever it is. uh, Hope that's helpful. Thanks for writing in. And if you have questions out there about real estate or about uh, just things you don't understand about life, maybe you're just looking for some direction. I don't know. Whatever it is, uh, write in under the roof on Twitter as well as on Instagram, as we found out this morning. So uh, wherever you guys have questions, we want to answer those. We want to dive in. That being said, before we close out today's show, Brendan, I, as always, speaking of Twitter, put out a poll to see what people wanted to hear about. And And, uh, what was that? One of them was 
what is a weird work experience? Uh, what, what, what's a weird experience you've had while you've been uh, doing this? Uh, I know I opened that up to you this morning. There's a lot of weird experiences, man. Uh-huh. a lot of lo- just really odd situations. Yeah. Um, one that rings a bell uh, from the listing side. Obviously, that's where we, we uh, uh, work specifically. Yeah. I think we had a home. This is in San Antonio. Okay. A couple hundred miles away. Yeah. Um, the the seller may not be in San Antonio. Okay. They may be somewhere in the country. I don't right. think they're in Texas. Uh, and uh, so we're representing them at this home in San Antonio, a couple hundred miles away. The owner, who knows, could be thousands of miles away. Um, right. We have a buyer show up, buyer's agent. They do a showing. They say, uh, there's a couple problems with the house. We're like, what, what's that? And they're like, well, there's all the doors were locked. Uh, and somehow a raccoon found its way into the house and um, destroyed every door and every curtain and scratched up every window. Really? Yeah, so somehow a raccoon <laughs> fell through like a, got in the attic and then fell through a shaft of like a, a vent or whatever, got in the house, uh-huh. couldn't get out of the house. <laughs> and it was determined to get out of the house. <laughs> yeah. And, and so it just, like destroyed. destroyed the interior of this home. Oh we got to see gosh. pictures of it. And it was really bad. The unfortunate part about this raccoon, it ended up dying, and uh, which made matters worse what? is that this it was a home that uh, a buyer's agent walks in and says to their buyer, "Hey, look at this beautiful home that I've found." They and didn't know. They come in and they get hit with the smell of a dead raccoon and like oh my it had gosh. looked like it had been ransacked, and uh, yeah, wow. they had to completely you know, change windows. Doors, curtains, paint. So I'm guessing that that person uh, looking at the house was not uh, convinced. No, uh, they weren't. Uh, it was really ironic. I mean, we we spent a long time trying to figure out how the did house. you find this out. I mean, we just get a call from the buyer's agent that says there's a problem at this house. <laughs> the, uh, um, there's and a we problem. We represent that, yeah. So we have to we have to figure out how to how to get this thing resolved, yeah. right? With a seller that's, you know, wow. Europe or something, right? That, is that just awesome. shows you how full service we are. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're so full service. Yeah. We'll help you figure out your raccoon yeah, problem. Yeah, you got raccoon problems stuck in the house. We'll figure it out. Wow. Yeah. I think Man. we still got that house sold at some point. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, One this is what I'm trying to say is every day, you know, you never know. Yeah. You never know what's going to come. Man. I hope really, that's weird enough for you guys. Um, that I, I'll be honest, that is not what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, I felt bad for the raccoon. Truth yeah, told. yeah. I, I thought about that. You yeah. know, that was a tough. That was tough. Tough day. That was really tough. The toughest day of his life. <laughs> it was. He ended up in a stuck in a house and couldn't get out, and I guess eventually died. Yeah. You'd think a raccoon would find its way to the fridge though, or something, and be like, he, "Well, why he, I'm here." From what I remember, he tried just about everything. Wow. Yeah. Well, rest in peace. Little. I know. A moment of silence for the raccoon, <laughs> and uh, I, I know that was obscure, but that man, doesn't happen often. I'm assuming. Oh God, I hope not. I was gonna say <laughs> not not great for business. <laughs> the raccoon. It the, wasn't us. It's was like this poor woman. Yeah, she's got an investment property right. she hadn't been to in months. Wow. And uh, and uh, I think there might have been like a big storm, rainstorm or something, and and crazy little stuff. guy. Was just, <laughs> crazy. Little stuff. guy was just trying to find a place to get some shelter. Yeah. And, Wow. 
That really made my day better, Brendan. Good, I'm Thank glad. Thank you for that. Yeah. I was expecting I'm glad like a poor dying raccoon I, well, stuck in a house <laughs> makes you laugh and no, feel better. I just, uh, I, I'm more. It's more laughter. You're not very empathetic. No, are you? <laughs> I am. I just, I wasn't expecting that. I, I was, care about these animals. I, I, I was Actually. expecting a story about like a client that was like like weird on the phone or no, something like that. Clients are great. And instead it was It's the raccoons you got to worry about. <laughs> that is the quote of the day. Our clients are great. It's the raccoons you have to worry about. <laughs> it's a true story. Yeah. Man, now I have to decide between if I'm going to title this video with dancing or raccoons. You never know what you're going to come across. This is this is your bag, man. This is this is my bag of raccoons and, <laughs> and dancing. That's it. On that note, <laughs> we're going to close out the show. Brendan, uh, thank you as always for being here. You're welcome. I'm excited about all the changes we've got. Like we said last week, we've been doing the huge price difference. Oh man, and it's going well. It's going great. I I told I was telling my mother uh, in law about that last night, and she was like, "Oh, that." That's brilliant. Like, yeah. yeah, make make it easier at the front end and mm -hmm. then at the back end, you know, it's mm -hmm. really not even your money. It's just coming out of what you made from the house. Yeah. Seems like that's going well as we've got some other stuff in the works we're changing with some uh, uh, giving our clients a little extra beyond just the money they make. Like uh, maybe you're going to get some merchandise, uh, some <laughs> comfortable quality I like the, merchandise. the gentle pull. I, yeah, the gentle pull. Uh, you got to do fun. that when you're showing off your shirts. Yeah. But uh Figured yeah. I'd wear it today to show people what – when you sell with a state, you, you're not only going to be – It's an experience. Not only your bank account is going to be looking good, but you're going to be looking good. I like it. It's full on, good. full on experience. That was good. We'll close it there. Yeah. Brendan, thanks for being on. Ryland, thank you, man. Thank you guys, as always, for watching and tuning in. You can follow us, as always, and subscribe on YouTube. We'd love to have you subscribe there so you can be kept up to date with new videos. And if you are more of an audio listener, you can always find us on iTunes. You can find us on Spotify. Uh, or you can go straight to the site and you can get the content and all the info you need about a state in one place by going to, you know it, estatehomes.com or estatehomes.com slash videos for more content and uh, you guys have a great one and we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.